Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Electronic Leftovers. Or Electric Leftovers, if you nasty. Um, today, we're gonna, you know, kind of, well, you know how it goes. We talk, uh, we say this every time. We're talking about the same stuff every time. Uh, what's going on over at the website? Ahem. Well, I'm working on this thumbnail project, and I'm working on getting all the old stuff that's missing added to the website, and vice versa. And it's happening, but it's happening slow. We've got some more of the Super Mario Bros. 2 hack that I did. The Ridley X version. I have, I think I mentioned this last time, re-upload of The White Chamber, a point-and-click horror adventure game from a few years back. New episodes of Dust, new episodes of Baton Kytos, new episodes of Treasure Hunter G, and new episodes of Killer 7. And Jade has given us new Final Fantasy IV. Scarlet brings us a new poll. Of which everybody is required to go and vote. Uh, would you like to see videos of us? By us, I think he means us not in normal day to day, or us in normal day to day stuff, you know? Not just playing games and being damned attractive. Uh, your options are, and go over to the forums and vote for this, or just go to the website. You'll see it on the homepage. Uh, options are, heck yes. Ew, no, nerdy gamer faces. Only if Scarlet is wearing girl pants. And wait, Jason already has a music video? It's true, I do. The band I'm in, we wrote a Christmas song, we recorded it for some TV thing, and we had to do a video, and it's really, really corny, but it was a lot of fun. And I'm going to try and find it, and I will put it up at the forums uh, somewhere, at Scarlet's request. So uh, keep, keep an eye out for that. Um, we've got... Scarlet has given us the um, new uh, conditions for the next month's monthly, even though this month is barely half over, and uh, I'll get into that next week's podcast. That's where we'll talk about that. Scarlet and I, speaking of our good buddy Scarlet, has added some stuff over at the Low Bias Gaming YouTube page. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever, Monaco Unepic, and Sonic Adventures 2. And he and I are doing ourselves a playthrough of Orcs Must Die 2. Now, he says in the forums, it's up on the site. Um, oh, now it's up on the site. Jeez. Can't upload it while I'm talking about things. Scarlet, you jerk. Uh, but it is a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that game with him. Speaking of a lot of fun, I've been rewatching his Dead Space Let's Play, his replay of Dead Space, so I can watch Dead Space 2. It's pretty enjoyable. You folks should watch it. It's fun to watch him struggle sometimes and scream. The screaming is the best part. It's always the best part.
reaching a hand down into that ooh, uncomfortably moist goodie bag that is the archives, I am going to remove for you, ladies and gentlemen, Amagon for the NES. Amagon, viewers, the most decorated marine, he's cooler than that guy from Doom, was assigned a mission by his commander to investigate a strange, monster-infested South Pacific island from which no man has ever returned alive. With a machine gun as his only weapon, he took off by plane and crash-landed on the island's beachhead. Amagon, with his unique ability to transform into the huge Megagon, there begins his mission to become first to conquer the island. See and experience the amazing adventures of our hero, Amagon. His rescue ship is waiting at the other side of the island. Good luck. It's Amagon. You might have heard it's called Amagon. Uh, through the NES, it's an action game. It's from ICOM and Sammy. It was released in 1989. And I played quite a bit of that game when I was a kid. It was not super, super great. Uh, still is not super, super great, but it's fun. It's a pretty ridiculous little platformer with like turtles with rockets and weird things like that uh gets really hard though and um yeah it's pretty pretty not easy at points uh notably the graphics are pretty horrible the control is not super great and the music all i would say except for one or two tracks is generally pretty bad uh, a couple of the tracks though are excellent like the megagon music fantastic um, weird ending. Really strange the way the game ends. Uh, it's pretty short. Six episodes, six levels. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe the game's half hour, hour long, could be. Uh, so if you're looking for a short one, kind of obscure NES game, check it out.
I'd change it up for the old review review. Normally we do a review of a good game that has a bad review. Today we're going to do... We're, we're going to do a good game with a bad review as opposed to a bad game with a good review. Um, if I can find one, I keep running into this problem. It's because I don't plan ahead, viewers. You don't get a rough draft that I work through before the show. You just get the show, okay? Hello, phone. It's Coolio. Say hi to the nice people, Coolio. There you go. Probably didn't hear him because it was a text message. Um, let's see. Bunch of tens. There's an eight. Nines, tens, eights, nines, tens, nines, 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 eights. Ah. I look for a low score and Patty Wacka gives me what I need. A seven. Let's just see what Patty Wacka has to say. This one's pretty short. Patty Wacka could have been worse or better, right? A StarCraft review by Patty Wacka. In the annals of gaming and time itself, there are a few games that you either hated or loved, no in-between stuff. This just happens to be one of those games. For a million people loved it, and I other three and I and three other people that I'm aware of didn't like it. Never before had we seen anything like Warcraft, so when StarCraft came out, we were overjoyed. For about three months. Doesn't have a whole lot of replay value to speak of, so this kept the game from being an eight or nine in my book. When it has nothing but three races and, while that is just a little more than most games have, it still doesn't make up for the units, or lack thereof, the replay value is just poor. The sounds are great for a little while, but over time they quickly got so repetitive and boring that I turned off my speakers rather than listening to another boring tirade about from my marines. Kerrigan had an interesting voice, and Jim Rayner had the typical southern drawl, which made him my favorite character. So I like drawls. Sue me already. But overall, the sounds and music quickly became no longer interesting in, say, a week of continuous play, which brings us to the point that, while a mediocre game, you can't stop playing it once you've started. You play for a month straight or until your wife-slash-girlfriend-slash-mama pulls the cord. If you didn't have work, you might just play it every day. Smiley face! The units... Well, they were unique, they were inventive and creative. They sucked. No, not really. Horribly sucked. But they weren't the best Blizzard could have come up with. They were great for a while. In fact, that should have been the official slogan for this game. Excellent for a little while. The mods, while many, weren't enough to make this game worthwhile, in my opinion. In all, this game deserves a 10, but it just doesn't earn it. Mediocre, pixelated graphics, pretty good gameplay, boring sound, and creative... Crappy units were enough to relegate this game to the back of my closet for a little while. Until I got tired of Unreal Tournament and Star Trek Armada and wanted to hear the repetitive music and play this pretty good game again. Peace. Viewer score 7 out of 10 originally posted January 15th, 2001. Updated January 15th, 2001. Could have been better. Or worse. Or better, right? StarCraft Review by Patty Wacka. That's an interesting review. It's an interesting review, because I get the feeling he really didn't like almost everything about it, but he still gave it a 7. Almost like he felt obligated to, I guess. Uh, Dee-dee-dee-dee, million people loved it, I and three other people didn't like it, never before have we seen anything like Warcraft. Um, so when Starcraft came out, we were, well, you had Warcraft, Warcraft 2, and then Starcraft, I think, is how the uh, chronology of that worked. Warcraft 2 was amazing. So was StarCraft, I thought. For about three months, we were overjoyed for about three months. Doesn't have a whole lot of replay value to speak of. So this kept the game from getting an eight or nine. So, but you can play it online. You can play it with friends. You and the four, three other people who really didn't like the game could get online. Battle.net, man. Play, play against each other. Talk about how bad you don't like the game, man. Um, when it has nothing but three races and, while that is a little more than most games have, that should have been in parentheses, not commas. Still doesn't make up for the units, or lack thereof. The replay value is just poor. <laughs> replay value, not very good, but then there's a lot of races and units, but then replay value again. This is not a good paragraph. It is poor structure. Uh, the sounds were great for a little while, but over time... Hello, phone. But over time... They quickly got so repetitive and boring that I turned off my speakers rather than listen to another boring triade from my marines. Tirade, excuse me. 
Kerrigan had an interesting voice, and Jimmy Rayner had the typical southern drawl, which made him my favorite character. But you don't mention any of the other two races. There were three. You just said so. Hmm, sad face. But overall, the sounds of music quickly became no longer interesting in, say, a week of continuous play. Why are you playing this game for a week straight? Which brings us to the point that while a mediocre game, you can't stop playing it once you've started. No, wait. Yes, you can. You can stop. You can stop between every level. You can stop in the levels. You can stop any damn time you want to. You don't have to play it. Like, every... You don't have to. Do you think you have to? You don't have to. Well, Glazes, he doesn't have to. I know. Uh, if you didn't have work, you might just play it every day, smiley face. This game is bad, but you'd probably play it every day. I won't tell you why, just because you will. Uh, the units, while they were unique, they were inventive and creative, they sucked. Not really. Horribly sucked. But they weren't the best Blizzard could have come up with. That does not make a damn bit of sense to me. Let me. I'm going to read you this. And I will tell you where the sentence breaks happen. The units... Ellipses... Well, comma, they were unique, comma, they were inventive and creative, comma, they sucked, period. Not really, comma, horribly sucked, comma, but they weren't the best Blizzard could have come up with, period. They not really horribly sucked, but they weren't the best Blizzard could have come up with. If they horribly sucked, obviously they weren't the best Blizzard it could have come up with. Um, they were great for a while, in fact, that should have been the official slogan for this game. Excellent, for a little while. The mods, while many, weren't enough to make this game worthwhile, in my opinion. Well, you can't base a game on it. You, you can't review a game based on its mods. Since most of those are, uh, third-party stuff anyway. Um, that is just such a weird paragraph. I'm going to read the whole paragraph here again. See if you can follow along and explain this to me. The units, well, they were unique. They were inventive and creative. They sucked. Not really, horribly sucked. But they weren't the best Blizzard could have come up with. They were great for a while. In fact, that should have been the official slogan for this game. Excellent for a little while. The mods, while many, weren't enough to make this game worthwhile, in my opinion. Paddywhacka likes him some commas. In all, comma, this game deserves a 10, comma, but it just doesn't earn it. Mediocre, pixelated graphics. Uh, this game came out in 1998. You reviewed it three years after. Uh, they're going to look pixely after that. I play the game now. I think the graphics are fine. Pretty good gameplay, boring sound, and creative crappy units were enough. There's another one. Cre and creative. Wait. I got I to gotta punctuate this verbally for you again. Mediocre, comma, pixelated graphics, comma, pretty good gameplay, comma, boring sound, comma, and creative, comma, crappy units were enough to relegate this game to the back of my closet for a little while, ellipses, until I got tired of Unreal Tournament and Star Trek Armada and wanted to hear the repetitive music and play this pretty good game again. Peace. This is a big, that paragraph is like three sentences. Two sentences in one word. I don't, and creative, is listed individually and creative crappy units were enough to relegate this game are the are the units creative or are they crappy I'm so I'm like I really don't know I don't understand Paddywhacka where you're coming from I'm trying it sounds to me like you liked the units you thought they were interesting and creative but they sucked at the same time and the game needed more units instead of better units to make it better but I don't know what you didn't like about the units you're not giving me any there's there are no examples given for anything he talks about sound and he mentions three characters there's 45 60 characters throughout the game. He mentions three. One of them are, are not even relevant to the plot. The other two are very relevant to the plot. 
mentions pixely graphics, but you don't give me examples. You mention good gameplay. You mention boring sound, but you don't even say what's boring about the sounds. Um, you talk about the voice acting. You don't talk about the music at all. I thought the music in StarCraft was great, especially the Terran music. Oh, so good. Um, tell me about the Zerg. Tell me about the Protoss. Who are your least favorite Zerg units and why? What did you like about playing Protoss more than you like playing the Terrans? Why are the Terrans OP? I mean, tell me any of these things you want. I don't I don't have to agree with them. I just want to know why you don't like them so I can disagree with that. But instead, you're just saying, you know, the game deserves a 10, but, you know, I'm going to give it a 7. Because reasons. That's why. Oh, Paddywhacker. Where did we go wrong? Paddywhacker has contributed one review. Uh, one review to StarCraft. And he was in school when he uploaded this. Be- and I can tell because I'm... And he's Alaskan. Alaskan. Let me tell you how I know that. Because the server for his email is a school district server. So when I was a kid, and we were making websites in ninth grade, because that's when we did websites, because I'm old, um, it was your name, like, first letter, last name, at uh, East Kids, because East Minico, there's like East Kids, East Staff, eastkidsday 331 .id.us. That was my old email address from junior high. I remember that. His mail at mail.denali.k12.ak.us. K12, that's the school. That's your K through 12. .ak, that's Alaska. .us, that one should be pretty easy. Right? So, Patty Wacka, while still in school, signed up to GameFAQs to review StarCraft probably was in class doing it and that's why it's so short filled with commas maybe this was an English assignment maybe that was it um I have Microsoft Edge now and I like it here's what I'm gonna do uh which one that's the favorites that's the reading view uh, make a web note. Here we go. Highlight. Red. Uh, do do. Um, there was a story we for three months. Unnecessary there. Um, uh, that's not right. And like, the annals of gaming, tirade from my marines. Yeah, this was an English paper. Uh, you close your parentheses here with a smiley face. I don't believe that that's allowed in an English paper. Say a week. Started. Three months straight, or until your wife, girlfriend, mama, mama pulls cord. If you didn't have work, you might just play it every day. Smiley face. Nope. Hello, phone. Oh, three firefighters. Oh no. Washington fires. Bad news. Smoke from the fires in Washington are mixing with the smoke from the fires here in Idaho, and is making it incredibly hazy where I live. Um, units were inventive and creative. They sucked. Not really horrible. They sucked, but they weren't the best. Players. I'm confused. Question mark. Boop. For wows, doesn't earn it. Meteor pixel graphics, pretty boring and creative, crappy units. Until I got tired of Unreal Tournament and Star Trek. See me after class.
All the news that's fit to publish on a website, viewers. Pets of the 1%. You know they've got pets. This is the 1% of the 1% of pets. The worshipful treatment of pets may be the thing that unites all Americans, wrote an Atlantic Magazine blogger in July, describing the luxury terminal for animals under construction at New York's JFK Airport. The ARK, ah, you get it, uh, will offer shower stalls for traveling horses, conjugal stations for ever horny penguins, that's what it says. And housing for nearly 200 cows that might produce 5,000 pounds of manure every day. The passengers traveling with dogs or cats can book the Paradise Four Paws Pet Pampering Resort. The ARC is a for-profit venture, said one industry source. Quoted in a July Cranes New York business report. Your stories about the crazy money the rich people spend on their animals. Yeah, they're mostly true. Let's talk about government. Let's talk about government. I want to talk about government officially. Now it is, quote, unreasonable for a federal federal agency, the Bureau of Land Management in this instance, to fail to say yes or no for 29 years to a drilling permit application. Before July's federal court decision, BLM had been arguing that 29 years was not too long company had requested to drill just one exploratory well in Montana for natural gas in 1985, but the Bureau had delayed the proceedings six times since then. The judge ordered the Bureau to set a deadline for deciding. Georgia, one of the six states that makes taxpayers shell out huge fees to access its database of public records, tried so relentlessly to control its archive that recently, in a federal lawsuit, it said opposition to its policy was basically terrorism. Activists, also known as public.resource.org, have been establishing workarounds for free up to free up some databases for citizen use, and Georgia demands that they stop. Georgia even claims copyright protection for one category of important legal documents that were initially drafted by state bureaucrats, audaciously calling them original and creative works. A lot of audacity happens, folks. Not here. I use Goldwave. Mandatory inaction in July, the mayor of the town of Ador, Spain, or Ador, Spain? Ador. Ador. Uh, Population 1400 officially enacted a law, uh, what had merely been custom, a required afternoon siesta from 2 to 5 p.m. Businesses where orders were closed and children were to remain indoors and quiet. I would so go for that. The children part. I don't even care about the nap. Just the children part? Wonderful. Police report at a traffic stop in Rockingham, Vermont. Rockingham. Meet the Flintstones. Vermont, on July 26th, both driver and passenger were charged with DUI. Uh, Eric Polite, 35, was the driver, clocked at 106 miles per hour at Interstate 91, and according to police, with drugs in the car. And while he was being screened for intoxication, passenger LaShawn Baker, 34, jumped behind the wheel and peeled off in reverse across the highway, nearly hitting the trooper who arrested him. I was wondering how they were both going to get DUIs when only one of them can drive the car at the same time. I was thinking, maybe one guy don't got no legs. The other dude's operating the pedals with his feet or with his hands or something. Anyway, my story would have been better. Nathaniel Harrison, 38, was arrested in, in July in a Phoenix suburb on several charges including possession of a deadly weapon during a felony, but he escaped an even more serious charge with a second deadly weapon failed to engage uh, when a second deadly weapon failed to engage. Harrison reportedly intended to retaliate against a snitch and arrived at the man's home carrying a rattlesnake, which he supposedly pointed at the man, hoping it would bite him. However, the snake balked, and Harrison's attempted payback failed. Reminds me of an episode of Mythbusters, a bit, where they had a duck. They were going to see if ducks' echoes quacked, and they were asked to silently induce the duck to quack. This man was attempting to encourage a rattlesnake to bite someone other than himself, and the snake wouldn't have any part of it. Lame defenses in Lake County, our favorite state here, Florida. Daniel Baker, 40, and Robert Richardson, 19, were arrested in Altoona, Florida in August after getting caught loading appliances from a vacant house. According to the arrest report, both men arrived incredulous, appeared, excuse me, incredulous to learn that items in vacant houses aren't just free. Fwah. What? 
How do you think I got this great computer? <laughs> Six days earlier, about 20 miles away in Tavares, Florida, Corey Ramsey, 23, was arrested for burglary when a police officer caught him sitting on a toilet in a vacant for sale house attending to a need. Ramsey's extensive petty crime rap sheet bellied <laughs> his explanation for being there that he was contemplating buying the $299,000 house and wanted to try it out first. Look, you test drive a car, right? Still more intelligent design? Hmm. Zoologists at the universe... That's in quotation marks, so I thought it was supposed to be. Uh, you know. Uh, zoologists at the University of Basel in Switzerland, publishing recently in a prestigious British journal, reported that the likelihood that a certain flatworm species has overcome the frustration of not finding a mating partner in its lifetime. The scientists believe the flatworm exploits its hermaphroditic... Hermaphroditic... Hermaphroditic. Say it with me now. Hermaphroditic qualities and injects its sperm into its own head, from which the sperm sometimes migrates to its reproductive facilities. Flatworm researchers are aided on their projects by the species' transparent bodies facil facilitating the tracking of the sperm. That's a really long way about going thing, doing things. You know? uh, protest. Protest, protest. Say it loud. Um, I don't want to. About 200 protesters gathered in front of the Hong Kong police headquarters on August 2nd to denounce the three-and-a-half-month jail sentence given to Miss Ng Laying, 30, who was convicted of assault for shoving a police officer with her chest. Women, and some men wearing bras as outerwear, chanted, Breast is not a weapon. 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 Anyway, she was originally protesting the hardly sexy issue of import-export abuses between Hong Kong and mainland China cities. The joy of protest. It's like the joy of painting. An August 1st demonstration outside Britain's parliament protesting legalization to curb until now legal psychoactive drugs drew about 100 people, consuming their drug of choice, nitrous oxide. As organizers distributed gas-filled balloons for demonstrators to take hits from, the group erupted erupted, erupted in fits of laughter, erupted in fits of laughter, according to the Guardian. Really? Psychoactive drugs. Legal. Huh. Well, until until uh, August 1st, I guess. Uh, construction, this is, this is all about perspective. Construction of a $1.7 million therapeutic equestrian facility in a airport in New York. No, that's silly. It's in Florida. You knew it was in Florida. In St. Cloud, Florida. Express, express, expressly for use, me talk pretty one day, by wounded U.S. service members was delayed in August when a bald eagle nest was discovered on the ground. Federal law requires at least 330 feet of clearance for the nest, plus additional monitoring, monitoring to assure the bird's tranquility. Said one neighbor, The very animal that symbolizes freedom is delaying therapy for those who fought for it. Therapeutic Equestrian Facility. It's a fancy word for horses, if you didn't know. Therapeutic horse facility. Maybe the horses giving the therapy. Maybe the horses are getting the therapy. Maybe the horses are being used for the therapy. Against their will, perhaps. Sounds shady to me. Funny, funny, funny old world. By old world, we mean Europe. Oh, actually, we do. Uh, I was just, you know, because Europe's old. That's where the history comes from. The Welsh language is such a severe mutation of the original English spoken in the Middle Ages that, to the inexperienced eye, it is barely distinguishable distinguishable from English. Uh, no, that's what I have problems with. It's barely distinguishable from, say, Klingon? Hmm? In fact, in July, the Welsh government, responding to queries about a possible UFO sighting near Cardiff Airport, playfully issued... It's galaxy-friendly response in Klingon. Don't make me read Klingon. 
I don't, uh, Michael Dorn, I am not. Jang Volda Jedu Luk, meaning that further information will be provided. In Welsh, for example, I cannot understand Welsh is, oh boy, this is even harder. <laughs> Welsh is harder than Klingon. Um, Nad Oiz Mod Ideal Sirmreg. Thank you, phone. Recently, in Swansea, Wales, alleged drug dealer Dwayne Campbell, 25, ad- adamantly refused to leave a cell for a court hearing because he feared being judged in Welsh until authorities promised to transfer the case to Campbell's native England. Wow. I'm going to spell these words for you. Here's the Klingon. J-A-N-G V-L capital D-A J-E D-U-E L-U-K L-U-Q, excuse me. The Welsh sentence? N-A-D Write it down. N-A-D O-E-S M-O-D-D-I, not capital, just to be lowercase, D-D-E-A-L-L, capital C-Y-M-R-A-E-G. Record yourself saying it on the voicemail. Uh, Despite repeated assurances by Olympic officials, this is an update by the way, it appears more certain than ever that 2016 boating and surfing events in Brazil's Guanabara Bay and Rodrigo de Freites Lake. I don't often speak Brazilian, but when I do, it's really poor Americanized Brazilian. Freites Lake. Uh, will be conducted in water so polluted with human sewage that every athlete will almost certainly be struck with fever, vomiting, and diarrhea. An August Associated Press report revealed the water's virus levels of fecal coliform and other viruses are as high as 2 million times the level that would close down a California beach. Olympic and local officials continue to insist that the water will be safe by next summer, but as the AP pointed out, there are protocols tests only for bacteria and not viruses. When U.S. water quality expert advised all athletes to move to Rio ahead of the game to try to build up an immunity. It's the Olympics. It's a movement. And everyone needs one. Harry Shearer got there before me. Uh, Here's our classic. In mid-April of 2010, senior Iranian clerk Ayatollah Kazem uh, Sadigi warned that recent earthquakes in Haiti, Chile, and elsewhere were caused by women's loose sexual and immodest dress. Man's right, he's right. Immediately, Australian Jennifer McRae responded on Facebook by urging women worldwide to dress provocatively on April 26, 2010, to create a boob quake and test the cleric's theory. And at least 9,000 women promised that they would reveal serious cleavage on that date. On April 26, following a several day absence of earthquake, a quake measuring 6.5 on the Richter scale hit just south of Taiwan. Slight advantage to the Ayatollah since Purdue University seismologists observed that a 6.5 quake was not uncommon for that region. (laughs) Why was I not made aware of this? I need to go back to Facebook. Can I search Facebook by date? Uh, April 26, 2010. I'm busy. I'm busy. Go away.
Well, we made it. We slogged through another difficult, difficult, difficult. I'm not even reading this time, and I can't speak. Difficult episode of Electric Leftovers. Oh man, it was so beautiful. The cake was amazing. The catering and that flower thing with with it's like were the apple blossoms or something. I don't even know. It looked amazing. Thank you for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the review review. If you've got some ideas for reviews that you'd like to hear on the show, if you've got some ideas for some music you'd like to hear on the show, call in, email me, whatever you want to do. You know how to find me. You leave a comment on this very page right here, right now. Uh, speaking of music, I've been talking about it forever, uh, how great the soundtrack is in Killer7. Finally went and got it. So today's music from Killer7. Hope you liked it. Hope it made your day just a little off kilter. Yeah. Yeah. Catch you next time.